0: And I was like, surely, you know, with it being like 7 a.m. Jada's time, she's not going to eat. Let's just get fucked up. (laughs) God. Well,
1: it's just because from experience, I've really fucked myself up at a brunch one time because for some reason, like the orange juice mixing with the alcohol, like on nothing, like if I just decide to drink has fucked me up before. Yeah, this is post editing Jada in the future. And I indeed got fucked up to the point where as soon as this episode ended, probably around 11, I started to become hungover at around 12 and continued to be hungover until the next day. Do with that what you will, but I indeed did get fucked up. And if I tell you that I'm anything less than a 10, just know that I am lying. Sober Jada is out. Enjoy the episode, bitches. I don't know what it did, but it fucked me up. (laughs) (laughs) welcome back to the booked and boozy podcast today we have a very special episode because i don't care if you're in your car i don't care if you're in the grocery store you're having brunch with the boozy girls today talking about their favorite books today we are doing a sunday morning episode So we don't care if you're in your pajamas, but if you want to be extra, go ahead and get your brunch outfit on. Put your headphones in and let's get fucked up.
0: Yes, 100%. And if you want to get extra booked and boozy with us this morning, grab yourself some champagne and orange juice because we're having mimosas. I mean, I would say we couldn't go too hard on a Sunday morning. Um, Jada, why don't you tell us what you're drinking?
1: My mimosa is... Specially crafted with what else? Vodka. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of wanted a little extra something. Honestly, I'll just tell you this. There's basic bitch and then there's extra bitch. All right. I am extra bitch. When I go and have mimosas, to be honest, just the taste of orange juice and champagne alone, not a fan. Not a fan. I just never have been. But, you know, like a lavender crafted mimosa with lemonade, that's my shit. And it's extra. So, of course, I couldn't just have champagne and orange juice. I was like, no, we got to take it a step fucked up further than that. So this morning, and it's very good, highly recommend I am drinking Stoli, which is the brand uh, Stoli Crushed Mango Vodka. It's giving me that little bit of extra flavor. Honestly, I tasted it just with the champagne, and I could have probably drank it like that. And then I put a splash of orange juice in. However, I am kind of regretting not getting the mango juice at the store, but it is what it is. It still tastes good, and we are going to rock and roll. Brooke, what are you drinking today?
0: So I am also having a mimosa. Of course, it is champagne. And then I had a little bit of my strawberry Sunny D left. And so I put that in there. So it's like strawberry orange juice. And it is really good. Although I feel like I want a little bit more because I can't really taste it. I did the little like toxic TikTok girl thing where you just like put barely enough in there, like a little boop. With your champagne, because we trying to get fucked up in here. I also made a mistake. I thought Jada was going to not eat breakfast with me. So I ate nothing. <laughs> I'm a little worried. <laughs> also, like, still kind of asleep.
1: Okay, first of all, I assume that she had already ate. We have a three-hour time difference. Literally, I sat down at my computer at 7.50. Something to know, I am not a morning person. I am not the people of the light. I am the people of the night. Okay.
0: <laughs> She's a lady of the night. You
1: heard. <laughs> so I was like, I know this bitch already ate. And plus, you know, I was telling her earlier, past experience on an empty stomach, champagne and like the sweetness of the orange juice can just really just like I can go from zero to not having a good time. And I want to have a good time. So I had lol she did not have a good time later also our morning voices what the fuck is up with that okay continue
0: but popping back in about our drinks um i think this is very like book appropriate because like the book itself is beautiful the cover is absolutely gorgeous i understand now why the roses are on the front and the back and i think my pink mimosa goes very well with the aesthetic it goes with the vibe so
1: if i'm not mistaken i think you're drinking what's called a sunrise mimosa
0: i love that you're welcome (laughs) rise and shine (laughs) (laughs) moving into the polls i asked You caught the eye of the crown prince. Would you rather go on a rose garden greenhouse picnic date to read and practice magic or go to a royal ball in a beautiful gown to dance under the moon? This was hard. This was hard even for me while I was making this. And it's very clear that it was hard for everyone else too because y'all were neck and neck. And like so many people voted on this poll too. So I know that it was a very tough decision. Rose Garden Picnic, 51%. Royal Ball, 49%. Jada, what would where would you rather go? What date would you rather go on? I
1: mean a hundred percent the Rose Garden Picnic. I would not want to be around other people. I think we know that about me already. But not only that, but especially just talking within this book. I love both scenes. I love them all. But the Rose Garden, like, I imagine it so vividly that sometimes I find myself, even in my sleep, just, like, being there. Like, being somewhere like that. It just has a special place in my heart. So, 100% Rose Garden. What about you?
0: I have to say that surprises me. Why? I thought you would want to dance with your prince under the moon. Like, I just feel like that is full Sinjada. So, like, the Rose Garden thing surprises me.
1: Well, I mean, if... Like it was like, Fergie Ferg, you know, and it was up in the club. I mean, of course I would want to go dancing. I love to dance. It is like probably one of my favorite things to do is just get plastered and go dance. But on a regular basis, I would want to go to the Rose Garden. A hundred percent. Like no fail.
0: You don't like slow dancing.
1: Oh no. I want to be like ass out all the time.
0: I got you. I was at your bachelorette party. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this one is hard for me because I love both scenes so much. I love the idea of going to either one. I will have to say, I think the Rose Garden Greenhouse picnic wins for me too. I figured. I, I was
1: like, I was like, there's no way she's going to pick the Royal ball.
0: Well, you know, I don't know, like getting all dressed up, putting on a fancy dress, going to a ball like that. Ugh. I love them both so much, but to just like maybe put on a sundress, go have a charcuterie board, beautiful rose greenhouse with a hot ass prince, read and do some magic. Like, I don't know. Again, I love them both so much, but the rose garden one just sticks out to me. It's just like, that is it.
1: For my poll, I asked for an ode to our first book boyfriends, as we have said many times before, because we are super fans of Avatar The Last Airbender. And this book, I mean, Elemental Magic is not something new. It wasn't new when Avatar The Last Airbender did it. However, there are some hella vibes here sometimes. And I'm here for it all the way. I love it so much, but that's besides the point. Are you team Zuko or Aang? 87% of you said Zuko and 13% said Aang. And then there was a third option per Titsy Book Talks from Taylor. Aang was who I rooted for. Bazuko was who I wanted to make out with. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's the vibe. I feel like that's the vibe. We have talked about this extensively before. I can't remember if they've actually made it into the podcast before or if we've had to cut them. But 10 year old meme was just so hardcore, Team Aang, because I was in love with him to the point where I would make up like Wattpad esque stories. In my head at 10 years old like before going to bed like dreaming about kissing ang obviously not like the smutty wattpad stuff but like the fluffy side of wattpad because i was 10 right <laughs> and i was just so in love with this character truly when jada says an oh to our first boyfriends this really like feels like an ex to me it was so intense only child problems but 25 year old me is like Ooh. I see you. I see all of you now. Why you were team Zuko. I get it. It just took me going through some trauma. See the toxic side of things.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Hold on. Let me digest that. Here's the thing. I was always in love with Zuko. Ponytail and all. Hardcore. I mean, the haircut did a lot for him. It did so much. And we are forever grateful for it. His character arc is like no one else i'm in love with him period however i still root for ang the entire way through despite my love for zuko because i am not a zutara shipper i'm not i wanted ang and Katara to have their happy ending and also if it makes you ang lovers feel any better he'd be looking good as like i mean like because i've read the comics right I don't know if you guys know that about me, but I have like, all, I have the comics in like these like really pretty hardcover with like all the art and everything like that. Aang really grew the fuck up. I mean, he not bad looking either when, as an adult. So. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. You guys were in it for the long run.
0: <laughs> Damn. But okay, you said you're not a Zutara shipper. So do you ship Zuko with May, or do you wish it was someone else? Like, what are your thoughts?
1: No, I I didn't ship Zuko with May. I wanted her name is escaping me. She is the other girl who's rumored to be an airbender, the acrobat. What is her name? Fuck, I shipped May and Tylee. Like oh, since
0: Kylie? I thought you were going Zuko and Tylee.
1: No, I okay. I've shipped May and Tylee since I was a child. Like literally. I don't know what it was. I was like, those bitches just look good together. I didn't question it.
0: Those bitches is gay. (laughs) 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 It's like that TikTok, you are gay.
1: All right, it is your girl Jada to take you through the first half of the book. This is going to be one episode, not in two parts. So we split it up evenly between me and Brooke. So I'm taking the first half. I just want to say, Air Awakens is a god tier series to me. I love it more than life itself. I'm obsessed with Elise Kova. After I read Air Awakens, I basically bought every single book she had and it's sitting in my Kindle library right now. There's a series after this. uh, I think it's called The Vortex Chronicles that I still haven't gotten to because I refused to read the epilogue of the ending of the series because I am so fucking tore up. Elise Kova will drag you through the mud, and I will gladly let her. Period. Also, just a quick shout out: I love her *Married to Magic* series. She wrote *A Deal with the Elf King*, which is very different from, very different from *Air Awakens*, but it's amazing, and it's more new adult. Like her, her books, like the *Air Awakens series, I would say progressively gets into new adult, even though it was marketed fourteen plus which as we know, in most fantasy, if you're borderline, if you can kind of start getting away with it, most of the time authors are going to choose to market it as young adult just because new adult didn't really exist at the time when she published it. It existed, but it wasn't really acknowledged and it didn't sell as well. So just keep that in mind. She's also an indie author. So shout out to her because publishing as an indie author is fucking hard. And this was her first series that she ever put out. Really? Yes. So
0: this was her first book she ever wrote, is Air Awakens.
1: I don't know if it was the first book she ever wrote, but I'm pretty sure this was the first series she ever decided to publish.
0: Well, it was a banger.
1: (laughs) Some people are born to do this, and Elise Kova is that. Also, I just found out via one of you guys that she teaches like some classes here and there. Like she took, like someone told me she took one of her classes on writing. And I was like, I fucking hate you because I want to be you so badly. (laughs) She's my idol. So furthermore, I love this book, rereading it. I was like, I actually had tears in my eyes and we know I don't cry over much. So here we go.
0: God, that just really makes me worry about who's going to die. It really does. And it gives me theories. And I'm like, fuck.
1: You should have seen Taylor reading this. Taylor was like Snapchatting me crying. And like, she was theorizing like who would like die in this book. And it was just like,
0: when it (laughs) It was just sad. I think it was their like mid-year freak out video. And Taylor was talking about the second book that I'm going to next. Fire falling. And she was like, you should have seen me. I was sobbing, literally on the ground, rolling tears, like just absolutely losing my shit. She was like, there's so much trauma. People die. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you wouldn't know it from this first book.
1: But after you get to the second, it goes crazy. I know all this because she snapped Snapchat- <laughs> step on the way and i live for it by the way i'm probably also gonna read fire falling with you i don't have time to do it but i will lose sleep over it probably chapter one the burst of light through the shutter slats hadn't set her heart racing tonight it was solemn a low cry of a horn resonating off every post in the city alerting our main character Vala fucking Jarl, that something was wrong. A prince had returned, his broken body being dragged through the gates, her fear that Prince Baldair, her royal crush, was hurt. Roan smashed through her doors, urging Vala that she needed to come to the library. Immediately. They never needed the library girl in her life, but they needed her right now. They needed every book on magic and poisons. And as one of the library's best apprentices, she was the one for the job. I mean, first of all, we're starting off with a bang. We've always said a book with a library in it, it's hard to do wrong. And she's a fucking apprentice. So
0: every good book has a library. I will say it over and over. And this book started off like really strong. Like it was like, oh shit, things are going down quick. Like we, we're already starting.
1: (laughs) Strapping your titties. So the princess life, the princess. Oh fuck. The princess life could slip between their fingers due to missing only one line of text. She grabbed her quill writing, forged the ink to her will as if she were under the spell of words in hopes to save him. As she handed them the last note, a sorcerer took her away. Who are you? She said, but the sorcerer only wanted to know who she was. She was terrified of the sorcerer named Victor. Sorcerers, I really now, see, Ice Planet Barbarians has really fucked me up because anytime I say sorcerer, I'm like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: barbarians like if you didn't read it or listen to our episode like it's gonna come up it's somehow just gonna make its way into every single book that we talk about for the rest of our lives clearly
1: (laughs) so just just go fucking listen to it like literally all of you like i don't care if you haven't read the book you're gonna miss so many inside jokes if you do not if you do not go listen to ice planet barbarians but again my brain every single time i'm saying sorcerer i'm like okay sorcerers were odd and dangerous and this man was asking her if she liked black or herbal tea she was like you're fucking weird no he went on saying that last night he was summoned by the clerics to inspect the princess magical channels but this confused fella prince Baldair doesn't have magic it was then she realized that it was prince aldrich he was the one who she had saved. And although this bitch doesn't curse yet, I know she was like, fuck, in her mind. The notes that she wrote were peculiar and had been crafted by a magical hand, her magic. After that, she was like, fuck you, I don't have magic. I'm not like other girls. I'm bye. I just wanna be in the library. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. She had felt eyes on her for several days as she grappled with her new identity when they came out of the shadows and they said, you are too smart to be afraid of what you are. Read a damn book. You have plenty inside this goddamn library. You work here for crying out loud. Also, my name is Laurel. She was like weird, but okay. We find out some important details of the prince she saved. Prince Aldrich was a sorcerer himself. It made people uncomfortable. Knowing magic is something that is outside the tower. Also, his eyes glow red with rage. And I was like, say no more. Say no more. I love you. I love you, emo boy. You're a black sheep of the family. I love you. Say no more. (laughs) She was like, damn, it's seven in the morning. My shift just started. But as she is going about her job, shelving books, she notices a piece of paper folded about her bookmark. And it said, To Yarl, you stank asshole. How dare you deny your heritage? Who the fuck wouldn't want to have magic? Also, why the fuck you be manifesting shit you don't know nothing about? Not only is that reckless, it's crazy. Stop being a fraud. Get off witch talk and get your ass out in the field. XOXO, gossip witch. She was like, wow, this bitch Laurel that visited me earlier, she has something of aggression. She also, was like,
0: I felt like a personal attack. Just- <laughs>
1: <laughs> if the shoe fits, honey. <laughs> I didn't say it. You did. <laughs>
0: Yikes.
1: She was like, I ain't going to take no shit, dear gossip witch. Do you have anything else to do besides pulling a damn fucking Humphrey? Clearly, you didn't catch the memo that he was the lamest character in Gossip Girl. But here we are, and I'm here to educate you. Get out from behind the screen and tell me your damn self. XOXO. Fuck off.
0: That is a spoiler. (laughs) Is it? Ah, Do you know it? No, I knew it. But if you're like... I was planning on watching Gossip Girl one day, but damn.
1: Well, I'm sorry, but there's a reboot now. If you haven't watched Gossip Girl, you're never going to watch it. I'm not I- sorry.
0: <laughs> Go back to like 2012. That's when <laughs> the show ended. If you, if you haven't watched <laughs> it for the 10 years that it's since been ended.
1: Just did you a favor. <laughs> <laughs> the response was almost immediate. Yarl, I am not Dan Humphrey, but I am a phantom in the darkness. Ooh, but you're not an elite yet. Be glad I'm even gracing you with my time. You sit there with your books, but do you even know what the Upper East Side is about? XOXO, Gossip Witch. She responds, my bad, Dan Humphrey, the phantom, teach me the ways of the Upper East Side. Now to the actual notes, because I adore this reading like back and forth between their notes, and also The Foreshadow. The Foreshadow is so strong that it is dating back even to her last book in the series, and there's like five of them.
0: Mm, Okay.
1: Also, can I just say, this is done plenty of times in fantasy books. I'm not saying Elise Kova has done something new. She hasn't, but God, I love world building this way. It is like so sneaky that I don't even realize it's world building because he's like teaching her all about magic, all about the world. And I'm like, thank you. Just give it to me in like a saucy note format. And I'm like here for it all the way.
0: Oh God, you're going you like it then.
1: Why? You don't like it?
0: You know, if I had read this book before The Crown of Gilded Bones... I probably would not have thought twice about it. But just these notes back and forth, they were fun. They were a little flirty. I was like, okay, I'm, I know exactly where this is going. But at the same time, I did feel like she was asking questions and he was telling her. Thus, it was telling me. Yes, a little- and it felt like info dump. It felt like info dump. And so that's where it kind of took me out a little bit. And I was like, no, Jada loves this series. Like, I'm going to stick through it. And I'm glad I did because you know, once I got past that part, I was like sold the rest of the book. I was like Rose Garden. Okay, here we are.
1: And I mean, there's like a perfect example. Like we're not always going to like the same things in books. And that's okay. Some people prefer more elaborate world building. I'm just like, give it to me on a fucking piece of paper. I'm ready to go. Give me the plot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it kept it short and sweet for you. So you appreciated that.
1: I did. And I liked it because like it kept the tension. So that's just our personal preferences. They continue going back and forth, writing their cute little sassy notes to each other. And she finally gets the courage to ask who the phantom really was. For they were her proclaimed teacher after all. But he wouldn't tell her. Her sleep was restless. So restless. She had the strangest of dreams. You're early tonight. The deep voice hovered in the silence. But she had never met him. Tell me your name," she commands. She woke, flew down to the library, crashing through the doors. "I knew you would come," said the same voice. She was barefoot in her nightgown, staring at the crown prince. What?
0: Just that quote. I really hope that's foreshadow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I need <knew you'd> to come.
0: <laughs> bitch, I hope you do at some point. I'm just sitting here <laughs> waiting. <laughs>
1: Okay. I think I scared you by telling you it was YA. Do not be scared. Just don't expect anything for a while. N- no, no, not even that. It's a lot of tension building, a lot of tension building. Don't expect anything to the level of Sarah J. Mass, Jennifer L. Armentrout, anything like that. I like it. It's enough. It, is, it was enough for me. To be okay, I have
0: a point in the discussion that we'll talk about this a little bit more later and get kind of in depth about it because somebody be lying. I'm not saying it's you, but somebody be lying to me. Okay. Oh no. I caught, I caught some people in a lie. There was a book talk book. No,
1: there was like a book talk TikTok that I saw and people were like, this person was in Barnes and Noble and yes. was panning over and saw air It, And I,
0: I mean, immediately I was like, it wasn't a spicy, it said spicy book talk on the little like shelf. It was like, that was the table's name was spicy book talk books and air awakens was there. This is, yeah, we're talking about the same thing.
1: Right. Those people are fucking liars. It is spicy, like spicy in the sense that it's mild. It's not like, it's not ghost pepper level. The other books on that table are very misleading because the other books are ghost pepper level books. And then you just have air awakens over here that has some spice. It's not completely like, I mean, it starts transitioning into a new adult setting. She's turning 18 in the books. She ages like, come on. I don't want that to be the reason you guys don't read this story because it is a beautiful story. The tension builds. There is payoff in that regards when it comes to the spice, but I will be the first to say, and I even commented on that TikTok, I said, Air Awakens is not spicy and not to that level because it is really annoying when people like proclaim that it is something that it is not, and it just is not that.
0: Yeah, because I saw that TikTok before, it was like the day I was even going into this book and I was like, okay, Jada. It was like, I, cause I didn't expect it going in. I was like, I think this is YA. And then I saw that TikTok and I was like, ooh, okay. And then I was like, where's the spice? <laughs>
1: there is some stuff. I mean, you can kind of tell just by the way that they are talking to each other sometimes.
0: No, and then like at the beginning of like, well, you'll get, I'm sure you have a section on it, but he says something very yeah. specific. And I was like, I know where this is going.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it doesn't lead anywhere. Please keep continuing on the books. Okay. Jesus Christ. But again, I, I don't
0: know whether they're spice or not. This looks, right. so funny.
1: but the, just the fact that it was like on the same like line of books as like ice Planet of barbarians, I was like, please God, like does anyone at Barnes & Noble read? I'm just curious.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It was very misleading. Very misleading. It got me. So I'm sure it got some other people as well.
1: I mean, hopefully it sucked you in and you're reading an amazing series. But if you're looking for something that's clearly spice related and that's all you read, I'm, I really apologize for that TikTok because that is not what you're going to get is what it is. Some people just they only want to read spice. You're not going to find it in this book. So... She was barefoot in her nightgown, staring at the crown prince. What we find out is that she isn't dreaming. He was a big a hole, as she originally thought. She's what they call a windwalker. I just love how, I mean, every like all the elemental fantasy books do this, but like, can you just say airbender? <laughs> and she was like, fire bear. I was like, firebender. <laughs>
0: That's how, like, I read it in my mind. Like, my brain saw Windwalker, but then, like, translated it in my mind automatically to Airbender. I was like, fuck, no. We grew up on Avatar. That's just how it's going to be. Right.
1: And there hasn't been a Windwalker in several hundred years. Shout out, ATLA. What's up, bitch? Speaking of... (laughs) Speaking of Avatar The Last Airbender secret tunnel, secret, secret tunnel. tunnel. <laughs> There's a passageway in the library. And he's like, Lego. While they are in the tunnel, he is like, you read a lot, but you cannot really learn things if you don't work with your hands. Speaking of hands, have you ever made love to a man? Tell me, have you ever pleasured yourself? <laughs> <laughs>
0: This was that quote that I was referring to.
1: I was like, hello, Aldrich. Aldrich, honey. Like, reading this <laughs> reading this back is very interesting because I'm like, Aldrich, honey. It's interesting that you say this this early. Okay, I don't
0: know all, what that means, but I'm interested.
1: <laughs> all that talk, BB. I love it. I love it. And then he says whatever it is, whatever it was, as she was thinking, I doubt it was very
0: good. (laughs) She
1: She was like, so how do I do? And I was like, oh, I just remember reading this the first time and I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, homegirl don't be asking questions like that right now okay do not let him have the upper hand they had made their way to the top of the building castle stretched out beneath her perhaps it was her enchantment with wonder surrounding her or perhaps it was the wind filling her ears that had her in awe just before Prince Aldrich said you want me to teach you how to do she was like yes daddy teach me how to do it and he said yeet <laughs> yeet (laughs) trust me yeet
0: (laughs) I I was like damn that's rough
1: her ass (laughs) flew off the building Prince Aldrich had pushed her
0: (laughs) he really said haven't seen a wind walker in 150 years and took that shit literally (laughs) he said wind (laughs) walker okay that's the series
1: God, I love this part so much. It was so fucking funny. I was like, I just remember I kept rereading it. I was like, he did not just push her off a fucking bridge. He didn't do that. (laughs) He did.
0: (laughs) I was like, she's gonna be fine. She was not. (laughs) He was like, she's gonna be fine. Like, I know she's gonna be fine. That's why I pushed her. Like, Wind Walker, why would they call them that? She was not fine. She was not fine.
1: Okay, let
0: me. I mean, make another. I probably should slow down. Yeah, same. But you know, just like, just like our girl Valiar all over here. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> this place had precious alcohol. Not
1: on my watch. Not on my watch, bitch. Okay. She thought to herself, "I'm gonna die." This fucking bitch she wasted her magic on pushed her off the goddamn ledge while she plummeted, bouncing off the buildings like a ping pong ball. Literally. Now she wasn't dead, but homegirl was hella close. Her entire body fucked up from that fall. She was in the tower being fed bone regrowth potions.
0: Shout out Harry Potter. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, ooh, that has to be painful.
1: Aldrich had brought her here after she awakened. He had dropped her off at the tower three days ago like a sack of potatoes. He said, peace out, a down. What a fucking bitch.
0: Okay, pause. I'm so sorry. But this made me think, when you said like a sack of potatoes, did you do that experiment in elementary school where you had to put an egg in an object and then drop it off the building? (laughs) Yes. It's kind of like this. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> what What did you put your egg in? What was your thing?
1: I just remember my egg survived. I like literally wrapped it in a shit ton of bubble wrap. I had like packing peanuts and just like a full shebang. What did you?
0: So I, I cut open one of my stuffed animals. Oh my and God. Wrapped it, yeah, and I wrapped it in a bunch of like plastic wrap shoved it in the stuffed animal, sewed it back up, and then we dropped the stuffed animal off the building. And my egg survived, too. It's kind of like Vala.
1: That was not like Vala. <laughs> <laughs> she said she took the knife and <laughs> impregnated. <laughs> oh, no! Abort.
0: <laughs> it's like
1: She's like, only the strong will survive. Abort. <laughs> Is she yeeted it off? <laughs> Damn, you were passive aggressive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, like our thing was like you couldn't just put it in bubble wrap. You had to like you had to like make something, mm. and then see if your egg would survive. And so my ass was like, well, I have about five hundred stuffed animals sitting right next to my bed that I line up strategically so that none of them feel left out, and I will pick one, sacrifice it to Satan, stick it an in egg inside, just like just like that weird ass kink from ice planet barbarians for the people
1: through mm-hmm. the egg
0: insertion and then yeet it off a building I, that is actually wow that's a little morbid that's it a little is panic.
1: it's very like like for example if you ever became like a serial killer they would use that as an example like, <laughs> she's so she, she showed signs very early on <laughs> Okay. The next day she awoke, hearing Aldrich and Victor fighting outside the door. Aldrich saying, I could have not killed her. I mean, you think I would lower myself to trouble with a plain commoner like her? Ouch.
0: He says it's a lot.
1: He does. But Victor was like, you troubled her yourself enough to write her note? Burn! I don't know if you guys seen um, um, that 70s show. But Ashton Kutcher's voice like popped in my head immediately when he said that. I was like, burn. Burn! (laughs) (laughs) But Aldrich cut him off. She is not your concern. I will oversee her training. He brushes past Victor to see Vala. Also, I will say it's very easy to like believe that he just wants to train her because she's like the last wind walker in like 150 years. You know what I mean? Like, and that's why he keeps overcompensating being like, she's a commoner. She's this, she's that. I'm like, okay, Aldrich, you're so funny. (laughs) Love it. As soon as he walks in, he breathes. You're awake. Eyes softening with relief. And she was like, bitch boy, you pushed me off a roof. Get the fuck out. I trusted you and I got pushed off a roof. And I almost did get the fuck out. And he's like, wow, you are really overreacting. <laughs> I had everything under control. And she was like, oh, really? Well, what would have happened if I wasn't a wind walker? And he was like, well, that's a fucking stupid question. You would have died. <laughs> and then uh, I love this moment from Vala. She, and honestly, foreshadow for her personality for the rest of the books she goes you bastard what did you say He he's like what did she say what did she say you my prince are a self-centered egotistical self-absorbed narrow-sided vain self-important conceited b-a-s-t-a-r-d Windows shattered all around her. Bad bitch fucking moment. Wind howling in the wind. XOXO. Vala fucking yarl, you trick ass bitch. She crashes to the ground and he said, you look like a worm. Bye.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you look like a Skittle. <laughs>
1: Vala is over their shit and if they won't let her out of the tower she's gonna find the library. Of course, a girl after our own heart. She heads down, she meets a very chipper librarian, one of my favorite characters in the entire series, Fritz. When she tells him she's a wind walker, homeboy is like, oh gee, no way. I mean, shut the fuck up. There's no way you're a wind walker. I mean, it's an honor but there's no way you're a Windwalker. Eventually he believes her and he says, let me give something that belongs to you. And it was a book called The Windwalkers of the East composed by Moned Topperin. Moned being someone who had practically raised her. Remember this for later. She has to make a choice, join the robes of the tower, become a sorcerer, giving up her life in the library or eradicate her power completely as the first wind walker in nearly 150 years. (laughs) (laughs) She asks till the end of the festival season to make her decision because if she does not have time to think it through, she is going to choose to eradicate herself right then and there. To which they had no other choice but to grant. She was able to return back to the castle to her beloved library, where she was greeted by Master Moned himself and Serene.
0: Damn. <laughs> what? You like Serene? <laughs> I got, well, I felt bad for him. I. We'll talk about that later. Okay.
1: Let's talk about Serene. Serene is like her first book boyfriend, but not. If you will, like he literally is like a book boyfriend. Like he's, he works in the library with her. (laughs) You cannot get more book boyfriend than that. She never really thought about him much, but Roan's accusations turned over in her mind where he had asked who this phantom lover was, who she was writing notes with all the time. And he was thinking it was serene, but it wasn't. It wasn't. She didn't know what she wanted. She had never really thought about it. But today was her 18th birthday. Laurel had made an omtru... Fuck. Okay, I'll start that over. Today was her 18th birthday. Laurel had made an omtru... Fuck!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Take another sip. said, I'm so drunk I can't pronounce words. You know what will make this better. More alcohol.
1: And I had avocado toast. Laurel made an impromptu visit. Oh, that was hard. There you go. <laughs> to check on her, handing her gifts from Fritz. A book on the art of air. I'm sorry. I love it so much. And a Western style metal cuff that she
0: made. I love it so much. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my favorite
0: book <laughs> it is
1: okay her day was off to such a good start like mine is today because I'm drinking with my best friend talking about my favorite book
0: oh <laughs> at 7 a.m
1: <laughs> at 7 a.m you'll never hear me say anything like that again <laughs>
0: And she had one
1: special stop planned, one that she always looked forward to on her birthday. She stopped by the kitchens, grabbing her lemon cakes that the kitchen always made extra for her on her birthday, book in hand, on her way to the palace garden, to which she was not allowed in. And this, everything after this is so beautiful to me. And I literally picture it all the time because I love it. Like, honestly- Like when I get into like a manifestation space where I'm like trying to calm myself down, like I imagine something just like this.
0: That is so cool. Can you explain it to me? Explain like what it looks like? Yeah, like describe it to me.
1: Well, it's weird because in the book, it kind of describes that she's like almost going to, like going through a portal in a sense. Like she literally like opens it up and she like sneaks into the garden. And in the garden, I just imagine not really a lot of open space. Like it's all completely overgrown. Like every path that she walks through vines and trees and flowers and rose bushes are just like overarching above her to where like the sunlight barely comes through. And it's like just gracing down upon her. She can like slightly feel the warmth and the breeze, like running through the garden outside through the small gaps in the trees. And then as she continues to walk water glittering beside her off to her left and the greenhouse by itself is just like it immediately emerges like in her mind like she sees it so vividly that like it is such a center focus that like most people would overlook within the garden and would like tend to look at something else but she sees this like this is her place this is her spot the silver is like rusted and like just so aged that it just feels like home. Like it's been worn, like it was made for her. And when she steps through it, it's like, she's in a totally different world as like rose bushes, just like encapsulate the entire space, her senses. And she has that one bench that she can just sit down, shut the door and disappear. That's what it sounds like to me.
0: I love that. (laughs) I love, so some of my favorite parts about, reading is being taken away and like the world building with the scenery like i can really appreciate an author that's really good not only at storytelling but describing the scene Mm -hmm. and i feel like elise kova really really did that for me in this book i think she's exceptional at it she is a very good storyteller i always have the hardest time picturing gardens and i had a hard time picturing the garden But the greenhouse was just, you know, like you said, magical. For me, it was this silver gazebo with like, of course, like the greenhouse stuff around it so that they were completely indoors. Roses were creeping up the walls. Rose bushes were lining around the edges. But in the middle was a tree. Ooh, I love this. That grew roses on top and rose vines were like swirling the trunk and around the tree was like a little pond. And you it was like a circle. So like the tree was in the middle so you had to like walk around the pond, go to the back and that's where the bench was. I just, I yeah, love everybody's I love different it. interpretations of things. I just find it so interesting because vividly imagining, imagining scenery is like one of my favorite things about reading. So uh, I just love it. it I just, love the scene. I love how she put us there.
1: And like, here's the thing. The reason why I love Elise Kova's writing so much is because of how magical she makes everything. And this is the perfect example of what I'm talking about. It is utterly magical and it would be it would just be indifferent to me to describe it any other way it's like whimsical all encapsulating like I love
0: it I love how she put these little like romantic scenes in and described the scenery really well because like in some books you're like oh there's this really romantic scene but like they're just in the backyard nothing's going on she's like no I'm gonna give you the full experience I'm gonna put you in a rose garden in the most absolutely fucking romantic setting that I can give you the greenhouse, the floating pools after the ball, like absolutely just fucking phenomenal. Right.
1: And it makes sense within the plot of the story. Like she's not just sending the characters there to have a discussion. Like that is Vala's space. That is where she feels like she can just sit down, read a good book and, live her best life. And it feels sacred in a way while she's there. And when we discover Aldrich there, it also feels like it was a sacred place to him as well, but they experienced it at different times. And that part makes my heart just like skip a beat. It almost becomes like their secret garden. And I love it. I love everything about it. She came up to a silver worked greenhouse Filled with roses as she made her way inside, she realized that she was not alone. There was a man hunched over his ledger, engrossed in notes, and out of all people to see on her birthday, it was the bitch who fucked her off the building. (laughs) The fuckhead who pushed her out the window said, as he looked up, whispering... Are you real? Now, I want you to, like, keep this in mind, especially for the next book.
0: Oh, no, he's fucking insane, isn't he? No. (laughs) It sounds like psychosis.
1: No, it's not. Okay. She was like, of course I am. You have two eyes, and I'm leaving because obviously I hate you. She tried to leave, but he begged her not to, saying he wanted to talk to her. She was infuriated. Just by the mere fact that he would even ask such a thing, even as a prince, she motioned to leave, but he said something that stopped her in her tracks. He said, I'm sorry. She reeled back at him saying, they say you are the silver tongue prince and you have already talked me off the ledge once. How can I believe you now? And he says, because there's things that you do not know about us. It was the us that caught her off guard. He was like, "Listen, it was dumb, but here's the thing. Let me show you from my side of the <laughs> my side of the coin." I was like, "Wind cannot hurt a windwalker, just like fire cannot hurt fire bearers." So I was like, "I did not think about gravity."
0: <laughs> God. <laughs> Rapidity was not something I thought about. <laughs> I was like, he, like, like I said, he took wind Walker. So like, literally, <laughs> so literally,
1: <laughs> but he goes on to say, I knew you would not die because you saved my life. You wrote magic. You made vessels and sent them to me. If it weren't for you, I would not be standing now. Your magic took root in me in a bond that you may not understand because magic has just recently awoken in you. But I do. I carry a piece of you with me.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Book five problems? <laughs> it is having a breakdown, and I'm just over here like, one of them two bitches is going to die. <laughs> I have a feeling it's him, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was screaming, but to- for
1: totally different reasons than what I'm screaming for right now. Totally different reasons. But Vala was like, listen, I'm just here to read and you're creeping me out with your emotions. I'm an air sign. Move over on this bench or get the fuck out. We do not handle emotions like this. <laughs> You fire signs are so fucking sappy when it comes down to it. It's honestly disturbing. (laughs) And my favorite line in the book comes as they sit there in silence, reading and writing next to each other, making quick glances, wondering what this really means. My prince, I'm sorry also for the nasty things I said about you. And he says, call me Aldrich, at least in private. He continued his writing and stopped. And you are not a little worm, Vala. I don't know why, I just love
0: it. I just love it so much.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She was doing her best to read, but she caught the weight of his stare and said, what? He was like, what are you reading? And she was like, oh yeah, this dude named Fritz gave me this book called The Art of Air. And he was like, yeah, he's an incompetent twit. And I was like, you jealous. (laughs) She went down to read it again and she caught his burning stare. And this time she was like, what the fuck do you want? He was like, you don't even realize it. You literally airbend your pages and you don't even know. He was like, you have to let me teach you. You have to. And she was like, well, you have to earn it.
0: (laughs) He does love that.
1: I was like, thank you, Miss Vala. Step up, step up for yourself. And all he said was sorry. He didn't fight her. They went on unknowingly having this magical little garden date. Like, what the fuck? My heart hurts. But she stops suddenly and says, You're not okay. He flinches backwards, but avoids her. She could see. She could see as she closed her eyes, listening to his directions. She could see that the poison was still affecting him. You guys got to hold on to this for the next two (sighs) books. But when he wielded his magic in front of her to show her how to move flame Without actually moving himself. She was like,
0: okay, she is getting Hi here. <laughs> let's take off all your
1: clothes. I have kids so hot. I wanna take my clothes off. <laughs> she was like, okay, greenhouse. She was like, let's sit on the bench. She separated their lemon cakes in two and handed him one, telling him they always made extra on her birthday. And I love Aldrich because you get to know him so much more in the next coming books. He was like, your birthday. (laughs) 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 Your birthday. (laughs) She headed to her library shift with the new gloves her book boyfriend Serene got her. I don't know why, but even though they describe them as like so expensive, I just like imagine, imagine them as like Those yellow gloves that you can buy for dishwashing? No. (laughs) I do. Of
0: course I do.
1: (laughs) But her tasks were cut short with a special request. A royal member had asked for her by name to assess some books in the library. (laughs) To assess him. (laughs) Aldrich, he found any excuse he could. He was like, um... I'm here to teach you because you left your jacket so I'm just taking the opportunity.
0: <laughs> That's the oldest trick in the book.
1: <laughs> right? But like we live for it. Yes. <laughs> they kept up their training. They kept up their training. Damn, this vodka is like, whoo, huh? <laughs> They kept up their trainings. Serim clearly noting her absence so he decided to take a chance and asked Bala to accompany him to the festival. Just the two of them. She was like, oh gee, Rowan is right. He does love me. I don't know how I feel about that, but I'm an Aquarius, so I like the attention anyways.
0: Oh, is that what we have established?
1: She's such an Aquarius. Please tell me you, you agree.
0: I don't know yet. I'll let you know after book two. I was getting like, you know, Who were we talking to that they were like, Vala is Avatar Aang? This is like an Aang and Zuko book. Who are we talking to? Who are we talking to? Yeah, online. Oh, I don't know. Somebody said that. Somebody said that in the DMs. They were like, this is like Zuko puts Aang. It it kind of is, to be honest, which is why I think I love it. But like, Aang to me is very Libra. Aang does have a lot
1: of Libra, but... Vala you're gonna see in the next coming book she has
0: a sense about her I guess you could say that screams Aquarius to me I think where she was just like I'm not like other girls like I work in the library
1: (laughs) I mean to be honest I 100% agree with you that Aang is like very Libra with you 100% Vala is an Aquarius to me all right we will follow up and again Aquarius is my favorite sign out of all the zodiacs so i think this is why i was just like bitch i love you period (laughs) you could fucking murder someone and i would be like okay where do we hide the body (laughs) (laughs) but again i never liked serene i'll just like let you guys know this she told him that she had magic and he was basically like you're
0: one of them i was like red flag Red plexus. To be oh fair at the beginning, though, she had the same. Right. Spot. She didn't
1: like that about herself either. I get that. But the plot thickens. And when I say thickens, I mean that in the literal sense. The other prince had returned.
0: T-H-I-C-C. <laughs>
1: <laughs> A greeting was being held. Aldrich was there in white. Oddly enough, he stood with his family. Weird. Vala was staring at him. And he looked sad for some reason. And it was almost like she was like projecting towards him. His head snapped in her direction. Vala's eyes wide as she cried out, pressing her palms into her face. Sunlight like fire on her brain, threatening to rip her apart. Her body giving out. Like this was very like fever dreamy, right?
0: Yeah, I was like, what's happening here? Right. Migraines and like the aura. It was like very like, okay, she's having a migraine, but something's going on like magically. I I didn't know it was happening. I still don't really.
1: It gets further explained later. Hee <laughs> hee. She woke up being carried a frantic heartbeat underneath her. Fritz and Laurel were there all of a sudden, utterly frantic. The door to the room that she was in flying open prince aldrich entering both commanding and disheveled and i just remember like one of the lines in the book and it was like he didn't care that it was a commoner's room he didn't even seem to notice he was just there And i was like oh my god he thinks he's poor and he wants to be my sugar daddy (laughs) he thinks i'm poor (laughs) uh yeah For some reason, he was being cryptic. He didn't want Laurel to find Victor to help her heal. He was going to do it himself. He didn't know that she could see him. He drug a chair and sat down alone with his hands in his hair until she whispered, Aldrich. His head snapping up in her direction and looking around at her wildly. I'm a ghost. Can you? can you hear me? Cause she like legit thought she had died this time. I mean, bitch already been thrown off a building. She know what death was like. She was like, this is death for show.
0: <laughs> oh God.
1: He was like, Oh my God.
0: He was like, what did you do?
1: <laughs> he was like panicking. She was like, I don't know clearly. <laughs> Cause I'm a ghost. <laughs> he was like, listen, listen, I know I pushed you off a building, but I need you to trust me this time. And she was like, you're not making this any better. And so he took hold of her ghost form and lit her up like a Roman candle. But it worked this time. (laughs) She was jolted back into her body. Except technically, he was the one that knocked her out of it in the first place. But we gonna gloss over that. He got her back. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> he said, I can't do this. You are progressing too far. It is not good for me to see you right now until you officially decide. The bond is progressing faster than I can handle. I sensed you. And I'm the one who did this. She cut him off. She didn't hesitate. You will be my teacher. You cannot leave me. And you my friend whatever this commoner's friendship is worth everybody take a solid breath with me <sighs> his hand reached up underneath her chin and her face fell guiding her eyes to him he said it is worth very much after that they made plans to meet in the garden for some sorcerer shit <laughs> hello fucking hell <sighs> And she left for her rooms to find Serene on her bed, clearly worried after the events that had taken place, holding the wrinkled gloves in his hand.
0: All right, I have to pee and refill my glass. Okay, I'll pee too, because I'm feeling really drunk. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) We're like, it's seven in the morning. (laughs) It's seven in the morning. I have drank, like, 75% of this bottle of champagne. Well, like, with this glass that I haven't drank yet. But Also, I don't I think, think it was very big. I think it was a very small bottle. I don't
1: know if I told you this, but, like, Lily, give, li, uh, Lily gives me Libra energy. Well, I told you, she's me.
0: Yeah. And Peter's you. Okay. <sighs> yeah. It's 7 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. Like, my head is like, I don't know, staticky, I guess you could say. I'm like, maybe, do we want to do like a halfway point check-in? Yeah,
1: let's, like, fuck it. Let's do it. What are you halfway? I'm like,
0: like a five? Like a very low end of the five, though.
1: I think I'm like a six or a seven, for sure.
0: Damn, that vodka would be doing you favors. It does. I'm wetting my whistle because the alcohol is drying it out. Right? Champagne is very drying anyways.
1: Yeah, it is. I'm so excited. You have no idea.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Serim got up off the bed. He walked towards her. You're the one. You've always been the one. I've noticed you since we joined the library. And I've been in love with you ever since. He, like, backs her up against the doorframe. And she lets him. And he places his lips on hers. Sarim kissed her. And she's just standing there like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow he still thought it was good, even though she's not contributing shit. But like in her mind, while it was happening? She's like, he's cute. He comes from a good family. He's her best prospect. If she still remains in the library, like why shouldn't she go for him? He was the safe choice stability now love later like she's trying to rationalize it and like she's making some good points but i'm like bitch you're not gonna stay in the library you are the whim walker you are the bitch and you deserve better and then he asked her to go to the festival with him as a date and she said yes the next day she was like getting ready for her date And she practiced using her magic to aid her in getting ready. She literally like floated this ribbon over to her from the desk and she used it to tie in her hair. And in this moment, I was like, this bitch is Avatar Aang and has the force. No wonder Jada loves this series so much. (laughs) It's all my favorite things in one book. (laughs) But Serim comes in and yells at her to stop using her magic. He was scared that he was like, well, how would you even know that that was me? You just let me in without looking and you were using your magic like you could get killed for this. And I think that's rational. But it's very clear that the unknown still scares him, even though it seems like he's trying to accept that part of her. Let's go and have a normal day. You and I, he says. He gives me very much stale kale energy. He do. He has a lot of stale kale energy from Throne of Glass, if you haven't listened to our episodes. But then he takes her to his favorite little bakery, and I thought this was cute, where they ate lemon cakes outside. And he, like, ordered this special for her. Like, it's very clear that he pays attention to her and what she wants. And he so badly wants her to like him back that she just can't. The next part was very Serpent and Dovey to me. <sighs> Even though this book probably came first... It if did. you haven't read <laughs> Serpent Dove, if you haven't read Serpent and Dove, just skip forward a little bit because there are spoilers. I knew exactly what was going to happen and how this book was going to end because of Serpent and Dove. I did not trust those jugglers for shit. <laughs> Never trust the carnies, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> also, I was like, green skin? Like, I thought for a second like we were getting kind of off topic from like humans and I didn't like that and I was like "Mm, we're just gonna block it out. After they saw the jugglers they went to go watch the senate people finish their meetings and like walk out from their workplaces and go home. This part was confusing to me. To me this is like when you go to Disney World with your family and you're all excited there's decorations everywhere your favorite characters are dressed up and like you're going to get fucking like lilo and stitches signatures and like everything's great you're riding space mountain it's like wow wow (laughs) it can't get much better than this and then your dad is like let's go to the hall of presidents (laughs) (laughs) like what the fuck why would you want to do that well, I mean, that's the exact reaction Bala had. I know. <laughs> what the fuck, Sarim, taking her to the Hall of Presidents while you're in Disney World? What a waste of time. No wonder she didn't like your ass back. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> then Aldrich walks out of one of those workplaces with one of the Senate members, and Bala's like, oh shit, he's gonna see me with Sarim. And she's like making excuses, trying to leave, but Sarim is like literally nibbling on her ear <laughs> it's just a bad situation and Aldrich spots them and the man notices and asks who she is and he responds with why would i associate with common folk Bala's is confused by this because she hears it somehow they've got this weird like inner sense where they can like they can like hear each other and see each other when they close their eyes or so- something's going on that too, but mainly she was able to hear it
1: because part of her windwalker abilities is to hear whispers upon the wind. So if people are talking, she can attune to the air around them, and if it passes her, she's able to hear what they are saying.
0: Oh, well, that makes sense. Bala hears it; she's confused. But I was like, Nah, dude, you sent too hard for this bitch. I know it's a cover-up. <laughs> I wasn't falling for it. <laughs> no one was the next day is her lunch date with Aldrich. she goes to the rose garden greenhouse to meet him but she's early she wondered if she pissed him off the day earlier but he walks in with a picnic basket i was swooning so hard i mean she she this is like one of the only books okay this is like one of the only books where i actually get some butterflies i'm like oh this man he does something to my feelings it's like him and Resand, and that's it right
1: again elise kova is like queen of slow burn and like slow burn trumps so much in my book it's not even funny and this is slow burn and i love nice. it
0: so much it's so good he opens the basket and whips out a charcuterie board for them to enjoy love that Fab taste, my dude. Flirty banter ensues. They do this whole, are you single? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Montage. Like, it's so awkward. They're, he's, like, asking about Serene. She's, like, asking about Laurel. But I was kind of, like, waiting with something, like, about Laurel to come up. Because they faux show have fucked in my brain. He says there's nothing going on, but he, that doesn't mean that there hasn't ever been. And I'm like, mm, there's something there. There is. Quit nodding your head, Jada. You should find out by the next
1: book. <sighs> okay. But also, I just want to clarify: Laurel seems very gay in my brain. Like her character automatically presented to me as
0: gay as fuck. So she and gave me very sauropod energy. Yes, a hundred percent from Realm Breaker. But like I said, I love Laurel and. Fritz to death the Fritz is gay yeah I love Fritz too they both gay (laughs) okay I thought you were saying you like them together I was like no no no, I don't like them together but they give me like such hardcore
1: like she's like a hardcore like butch lesbian and he's like a soft little gay dude (laughs) and their duo just like sends me to the fucking stars I
0: love it I didn't get butch vibes from her honestly (laughs) I did and she's probably not depicted as that but me
1: like thinking of Laurel like a hundred percent I'm like wow like she would look very good in a suit.
0: (laughs) You were gonna hate me for this but she had very much like the Edna Mode haircut style (laughs) from The
1: Incredibles. I'm not denying that i'm not denying that at all also i think
0: she's blonde maybe oh i thought she had dark hair i was picturing picturing her very like middle eastern with black short hair like the bob with i'm not
1: saying you're wrong let me look this up laurel air come on wiki fandom I believe in you because there's not enough fan art
0: about the series, and it's a shame. We're gonna make it happen. We're gonna force the series on everyone, and then eventually, it's gonna get to a really talented artist. Yes, I'm convinced. That is my main goal. <laughs>
1: okay. Well, apparently, I need to look up. Uh, it's not enough to even for it to even be like on Wiki fandom.
0: How does one?
1: <laughs> How does <laughs> one get a count on Wiki fandom? <laughs>
0: Well, so I think that it mentioned that for some reason, Aldrich and Laurel are Western. But what really threw me off about that is, at least from what I remember, and I could be totally wrong, Laurel's skin is really dark, like Middle Eastern to me, with dark hair. But they describe Aldrich really, really fair-skinned with black hair. So that's what threw me off.
1: Okay, this is, I don't know if this is fan art of Laurel. No, surely not. No, it kind of looks like it. I think you're right. This is what Laura looks like. But which that's very know, similar. I will say that even though I depicted her blonde this entire time, this does not help me in the fact that I think that she's gay as fuck.
0: <laughs> this <laughs> well, now I'm not to get that image out of my head. Because this whole time I've been like, there is a secret thing where alternates. Aldrich- Aldrich's like, she's the one person that's never sexualized me for being a prince. Well, exactly. Am I, I, no, you gay? I'm like, you <laughs> like, No, I've just been like, bitch, you blind, because she definitely has been. But maybe she hasn't. Maybe she is gay. Maybe my gator's off. No, I believe that this bitch is gay, even though it's not said. Maybe she's in the spinoff.
1: I can't say, because I know exactly what happens. God damn it, she dies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, she don't. No, she don't. She don't. <laughs> she's like she's not in the spinoff because she's dead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm pretty sure, to my knowledge, none of them are in the spinoff. Yeah, I think. Well, that sucks. Yeah, we'll see. I'll I'll read it very soon. I just have been putting it off because I haven't been reading the epilogue because I don't
0: want it to end because I love it so much. That is how I feel about most of the TV shows that I watch. Now you I understand. No, I get it now. I get it. I'm making another
1: mimosa. Fuck me.
0: Then he asks if she's ever going to join the tower. She's like, I don't know. Let me mess with him a bit. What if I eradicate myself? What would happen to you? Bitch, we all know you ain't gonna do that because you'll lose your mans. And that is like the only thing that's worth living for you right now, clearly. He's like, don't worry about me. I want you to make the decision for yourself. I'm like, I love you. And she's like, but the bond, I don't want to hurt you. Also, this is never answered, and I'm sure it will be in the future. What will happen to one of them if the other is hurt now that they're bonded? And spoiler alert if you haven't read A Quart of Silver Flames, is this, like, a fair and Reese situation? Because fuck me if it is. Don't make faces, Jada. Just, <laughs> Just not in wave. Not in wave. <laughs> not in <a> wave, boys. <laughs> She's giving it away. I know these bitches gonna die at the end. Like, Jesus. <laughs> I'm so upset. <laughs> I'm not giving away shit. Yeah, you are. And he's like... <laughs> Why? And she's like, because dot dot dot. And they're interrupted. His brother, Prince Balder, and the gross parrington guy come in. That is a reference from Throne of Glass. If you haven't read it, the gross Senate guy takes Aldric away, and Balder takes Vala by the arm to his bedroom. Let me just preface: I did not trust this motherfucker for one single second. <laughs> no one does. And I also thought he was working with the Eggman guy but now I think I trust him? I just, my whole thing is I hope it doesn't go love triangly because what is this? What is this? Jada's making a, a rectangle with her hands and I don't know what that means. It's, Anyways, I'm meaning to do this. Oh. <laughs> but I See, can't because I, mean, I have my drink. Just know I went into this scene not trusting this man at all. So they're in his bedroom. They finish lunch quote, because he interrupted her and Aldrich. Bala's skeptical the whole time but she quickly warms up to him when he sugar daddies himself out to her. But I'm still like what are his motives here? Piss his brother off to sleep with her. I really don't fucking know. I can't put my finger on this man but he's like I never force a woman into anything she didn't want. So then I'm like okay maybe I'm not scared of you. But then he's still talking shit about his brother telling her not to trust him. That makes me not trust you, bro. Like, I don't know. I also like just want to see the good in literally fucking everyone until you prove me wrong. So that's the issue. But also like this man's reputation precedes him. And I'm just like, I want to trust you so bad, but I can't. (laughs) Until the end. And then I'm like, what? And this is what I mean by he sugar daddies himself out to her. He talks her into coming to the ball on the last night of the festival, and then he teaches her how to dance, and they start lightly conversating. She mentions how she doesn't want the festival to end, because that apparently means Aldric has to go back to war. That last part, she doesn't say out loud. And he's like, the festival is a magical time. Do you know anything of magic, Fala? See, this is why I don't trust you, because he knows something! But then she just glosses that over. And then and to me, it's like a scene from the house bunny. And he literally gives her a makeover and is like, you need to come to the ball with me. You've got to look the part. I'm going to turn you in from a loser to a bad bitch. Please tell me you've seen the house bunny. I have. And it was immaculate. <laughs> that is one of my like, comforts. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> she's like trying on all these gowns. And she's like, what about black? Bitch, I see you. Everyone sees you, okay? You're not slick. We know why you want to wear black. So a black gown is made for her. Jada's like shaking her fists. (laughs) (laughs) After that, he leads her out of his room. Oh, God, this is where the tea happens. And Prince Aldrich is standing out in the hallway about to open his his door to his own room. Oof! (laughs) Oh, God, I love this so much. Hello, brother, Prince Baldair says to him. And this is where it starts to get real Vampire diaries Z from here on out. And I start to picture him as Stefan for the rest of the book. You're not wrong in the way that you're picturing him. I will say that. But it's not what you think. Aldrich is still very Zuko slash the guy on the cover of the second book to me, though. So just know that his brother is Stefan and... Aldrich Azuko. It's a very weird dynamic happening here. <laughs> she ran back to her room and Rowan, who I pronounce Rowan because the last book I read was Air of Fire. So it was Rowan for me, even though she's a girl. Rowan is still there like, bitch, why did you do this to Serene? We find out that she has a big fat crush on him. Didn't see that coming. Wow. 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 Val is <laughs> like, you can have him go meet him at the bakery when the moon is a third in the sky (laughs) like okay thanks for the direction (laughs) i love how they signify time in this book but also my ass would be very technical if this (laughs) is how i had to tell time and go meet my lover i'd be looking at the sky asking (laughs) you like does that look like a third in the sky or a fourth (laughs) i love it so specific i so love it The next morning, hold on, let me get a sip. sip, sip. God.
1: You have no idea how much I'm just like over here, just like in utter serotonin bliss. I love that. And honestly, like, I don't know if you know this, but after I did my part, I read the entire second half of the book.
0: No, you didn't. I did before I went to bed because
1: I was just like my serotonin level was just dramatically increased.
0: The next morning, she goes to meet Moned to tell him she's magical and that she's going to join the tower. It turns out he already knew when she saved Aldrich in the beginning, he came to him and told him that someone was a windwalker who ever wrote the notes. And because Aldrich knew he had written books about the windwalkers when he was younger, they finish up their conversation and he's like, bitch, you better still come see me. And I'm like, yeah, bitch, you better. <laughs> and she's like, of course I will. Monet's gonna die. It's fine. It's not fine, but it's gonna happen. Then he says, I think Monet, okay, backtrack. I think Monet has some magic and just never acted upon it. I think he's probably this like master of magic and it's secret because he only uses it when he needs to. I still believe that too. Like, oh, god damn it. That means it never comes to (laughs) fruition. I don't
1: know technically because I technically in quotation marks haven't read the full series I just stopped at the epilogue because I thought I was gonna throw up but
0: (laughs) but he does he gives like this like Dumbledore presence almost he does very Dumbledore I love that to where
1: that if like they were trapped in a cave and he started like wielding this like ungodly
0: holy fire I would not be surprised I would just be in awe Same. Then he says this. God, this is so drying in my mouth. (laughs) It's made me (laughs) (laughs) I will tell you one more thing. The prisoner told me that it was a shame the East and West could not have worked together. He said fire needs air to live. Air fuels it, strokes it, and makes it burn brighter and hotter than it ever could alone. But too much air will snuff it out. Completely, just as too many flames will consume all air. They are far greater than the sum of their parts together, but are equally as dangerous to each other's existence. This is where I was like, one of these bitches gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> Quit crying! You're giving it away! <laughs> I'm Keep it in right. there, water sign. <laughs> I'm trying. The one time I show my water sign, you're bullying me. <laughs> Only because I want to enjoy this series as much with like as much hype as you've given it for me. And I realize that it has that potential. And it's like, I want to enjoy this so blindly and authentically, like as a fucking air awakens virgin. And Jada's believe- over here crying every time <laughs> I mention something very specific trust me you have no idea <laughs> you have no idea i i feel like you're giving it away i'm not i'm not giving it away <laughs> and i can say it with a hundred percent confidence Vala was taken to a room to get ready for the night Two servant girls helped her bathe, do her hair, and paint her face. Once she's done, she goes down to the ballroom where she is presented as Lady Rose. And and Cinderella stories Aldrich's ass as she walks down the steps. And then I have here in the notes, Aldrich, (laughs) like the colon and the letter O in all caps. Because he is just like, I think it says in the book, like he gapes his mouth open like a fish. He was like, I think the quote in the book is like, I continue to
1: walk straight toward him and he did not care that his jaw was loosened to the floor. Yes. Wow. You memorized
0: that that shit. Because I fucking love this book. (laughs) (laughs) She introduces herself to the nobility and his mom is kind of a snob, but he says, I think she looks stunning. Then she goes to stand in the corner by herself to watch Aldrich from afar like a creep until Aldrich's brother asks her to dance. He says, alone you are an outsider who does not know how to dress for the formalities of the evening, but on the arm of a prince, you are a mysterious foreigner that the prince takes interest in. Okay, like if she's nothing without a man, but like also, I get her his point, like he was trying to help her. Yeah, that, I think.
1: No comment.
0: Uh, okay, <sighs> egg dude Humpty Dumpty. I think he's gonna have a great fall at some point. Ask her to dance and she does, but she's disgusted by him and runs away to the balcony to get air when she notices movement. In the forest below aldrich was waiting for her in the garden of floating ponds what are you doing here he says your brother invited me (laughs) this is so vampire diaries it it has a very vampire diaries undertone but i love it anyway he scoffs what do you mean you love it anyways we love the vampire diaries oh yeah we do (laughs) so yeah i forgot (laughs) i didn't come for him she says i came for you i couldn't stand watching all of them dance with you He says, then why didn't you ask me to dance? She says, fine, Balayarl, may I have this dance? (laughs) And then they danced so close, they could feel the warmth of each other as he rested his cheek on her forehead and they danced under the moonlight. I may be a prince, but I would trade it all to be a common man, even if only for tonight. I loved that, but at the same time, I was like, that's a little generic. (laughs) It is, but I don't care. <laughs> then Bestie starts to get a little frisky. She's like, if he's leaving tomorrow, then I gotta have my slice first. <laughs> I'm sorry, I choked on my... my <laughs> Vala, he whispered. I'll trick. She breathed faintly as though it were a pr- boom boom motherfucker (laughs) an explosion the city was on fire oh my god Serena and rowan she's like they asses are over there this is where this bitch has her elena gilbert moment a thousand percent
1: i was screaming at her
0: so vampire diaries diariesy it sounds like diarrhea
1: Diuresis.
0: diuresis she has no control over her powers and is in this big ass dress weighing her down but she thinks she can really do something here so she goes out to save her friends because they need her aldrich is like no elena I mean bala <laughs> don't go you're going to get yourself killed they're my friends i have to help them so then of course aldrich has to go make sure she doesn't get herself killed cough cough damon salvatore and by going out there she does in fact get them into a shitload of trouble as if we were surprised also this scene was just so vivid and so graphic in my mind let me just say this no fight scene has ever been so vivid for me since harry potter Elise fucking Kova. I have to give it to her. They are running. What? She knows what she's doing. She knows what she's doing. They're running over bodies, her feet squishing into their flesh and blood. Oh, God, this was terrible, but it's like, it's so good at the same time. And she finds them. The serene buddy got his face smashed in by a rock. Rowan is over there, still just barely breathing. Remember what I said about Serpent and Dove? It's the jugglers. (laughs) It's the carnies. (laughs) They come out and fight their asses. Aldrich uses his powers, but his wound is making him weak. They use Vala to emotionally torture him by physically torturing her and then she blacks out also something i didn't write here that i think needs to be like noted that i found so hot val was a little disgusted but i found it was hot he like grabbed this carnie's face and lit it on fire to where like his eyeballs melted in his face and then his face melted off and he just like fucking died and i was like damn that is
1: power you have no idea there is like one move in the next book that like sends me on fucking edge but i'm like this is so hot that i can't even fucking breathe and he's not even a wind walker like what
0: do you also, mean so? not
1: even a wind walker you like firebenders i love firebenders but he took the breath away from me so shame shoo- <laughs> oh that was smooth i know right but i don't know i just remember like in this moment aldrick aldrick kept saying bala bala stop bala and then like she turned around and she saw his dead body wow this is really hammering it in here But honestly, okay, let's get back to the toxic portion of my life. We all know. The
0: point where you spoil books for me?
1: (laughs) No, the point where I do this every single time. Where if there is someone in the way of my ship, I'm like, just fucking die already. I don't care how you die. I don't care how painful it is. I just want you out of my fucking way. And at least Kova hands it to me on a silver platter. And I'm like, baby, you do things to me that you didn't even know are you talking about the next couple books no when she kills serene off i'm like wow this is payoff (laughs) i'm like yes yes
0: that i felt bad for serene i thought he was a really good guy he just didn't understand magic completely and he didn't Okay, so okay. I know why people would not like Serene because he's like, let's be normal. I did it's not magic. Like I'm trying to look past it because I love you. But like, he was trying his hardest without the resources that Bella had.
1: Yeah, and I completely agree with that. But I'm a super bitch and I didn't care that he was <laughs> struggling with it. I didn't care that Bella was struggling with it as well. I was like, he's dead and he's out of my way. <laughs> what a great idea elise kova you is something
0: (laughs) i wanted him to be happy with rowan because rowan honestly i liked serene more than rowan rowan got on my nerves yeah
1: it's sad don't get me wrong it's sad but i was just glad that i didn't have to deal with it that like he was out of the picture i was like thank fucking god
0: but now i feel like we have to deal with rowan and if he would have lived they could have just gone off by themselves and been happily ever after and when bala and aldrich got together they could like double date
1: i will tell you the end kind of gives you a way that it, the book's not going to focus on that so just have that as a peace of mind <sighs>
0: Okay, chapter 24. She wakes up in a cell. Apparently, she's been charged with a shit ton of stuff, including endangering the prince. They think she caused all that shit that caused the city to explode somehow, thanks to egg dude. She's put on trial, and long story short, this was the only part of the book that bored me really I, yeah i really was just kind of like get on with it but i will give credit to elise kova in the fact that i think she did it in an appropriate amount of to where it didn't last half the fucking book yep it was like a good 50 pages while i was still bored it was kind of like okay this is realistic and it wasn't unnecessarily long everyone's like burn the witch blah 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 the trial happens over the next few days victor and moned get up there to defend her and i was. It's like, oh, but there's there is something about Victor that I still can't put my fingers on, like Val because aldrich doesn't trust Victor for some reason. But I don't know what it is. Jada takes a sip from Mimosa. When Victor and Moned get up there to defend her, the people start to see her side of things. And oh yeah, we need to backtrack a second. She got the absolute shit beat out of her in between her trials from her guards that Eggman stationed there himself and Aldrich personally killed after hearing about it. We love a violent man. Literally,
1: as soon as I read that line, I was like, oh my God, he killed them. He owns every part of my soul.
0: (laughs) They then take her to church and she's like, I'm not really realistic. I'm not really religious. I'm more of an atheist so i'll just look around i guess vibe <laughs> <laughs> yeah five then it comes in a woman in red the crone but it's not really the crone it's aldrich and he confesses to her that he makes her a better person but at the beginning all he wanted to do was use her because she was a windwalker even giving her a month to make her decision to join the tower was a false sense of autonomy as the paper had already been forged and her fate was sealed but then he professes that he started to enjoy her company and crave it and even jealousy became a factor in their relationship he wanted to look at her and even with all the bad in him know that he had made something good and that the reason he didn't speak for her in the trials was because his reputation would have probably hurt her more than it helped her she mattered to him quote as if anything could make me not want to touch you i just know something bad gonna happen to these motherfuckers i just do because dead is over here absolutely fucking sobbing (laughs) silently to herself
1: bitch i'm trying i'm trying so hard you have no (laughs) idea
0: what's about to happen later that evening she was taken back to court to await her verdict she was found guilty of recklessness endangerment, personation of nobility and public destruction. She was found not guilty for heresy, murder and treason, but as punishment for her crimes, she now belonged to the capital to be used as a weapon for their army and would be sent to war. She left the room and was escorted by Laurel to her new room in the tower. She had brought all her things there. She showered, cut her hair and put on her sorcerer black quote. The frightened faces of the senators came back to Vala with vivid clarity. They were sending her to war, so she would go and become something they had every right to fear.
1: Okay, so I'm going to read Fire Folly, even though I don't have time to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> me too! I'm so drunk, it's not even funny. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah.
1: I'm like at least a nine.
0: Oh my god. I told
1: you, brunch fucks me up. I'm not meant to be awake at this time. My body just does so and moves about as it will because I'm forced to. And so if I add alcohol on top of that, I'm
0: fucked. I'll tell you what my rating is when we get to it here at the end.
1: All right, discussion. So I'm first because naturally I have the least to talk about. (laughs) My first point, you asked me how Aldrich knew she was a wind walker. I can't tell you.
0: Wow, what a discussion point. We can really discuss that.
1: (laughs) Also, I'm just saying I want you to read Air of Fire. I mean, no, I'm not even awake. I want you to read Fire Falling. Oh, God! (laughs) Okay, I want you to read... (laughs) <laughs> okay, serious. No, I want you to read Firefall immediately. Not because I'm selfish, but because I'm selfish, because I want you to experience the pain that I went through, the longing. The desire, the slow burn that has ultimately left me upset and then continued on to the third book, which you won't be able to finish. You will have to read Assassin's Blade in the meantime because we have dedicated ourselves 2021 hashtag throne of glass, even though Air Awakens is my all time series and I will forever love it. And Elise Kova has my heart and she could punch me in the face and I would say thank you. But that doesn't matter. Read Fire Falling, period.
0: I will read Fire Falling. We just probably won't be able to get to it until what? Maybe September?
1: Okay. Are you going to read it or are we just not going to get to it until September? Like for the
0: podcast. That's fine. I will read it this week.
1: That's fine. Okay that's fine
0: my discussion points we've already talked about this but i said i thought this was supposed to be spicy <laughs> and then jada clearly read my discussion points and wrote i only I mean,
1: read the first one because i always see the first one whatever first discussion point you put make sure it's not something you really don't want me to know because i always accidentally see the first one
0: okay well she wrote literally why do you think i'm a whore Lolol. lol my other got to series of six of crows and has zero spice sorry saw this and had to comment
1: <laughs> okay but i will say speaking to that this book is this book series is more new adult than six of crows and i don't want to deter you i don't want to say that there's not anything at all because that would be a lie mm-hmm. however if you are thinking it is the spice like, for example, one of our top series from Blood and Ash, fantasy-wise, New Adult. If you are comparing it to that, you are not going to get it. But you are going to get something. And I promise you, after what Elise Kova puts you through, you are going to appreciate it.
0: I swear to God, if Aldrich dies and, like, she ends up being with Prince Baldaire, I'll be really fucking upset.
1: <laughs> no comment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just read the book <laughs> god damn it
1: I don't even care like honestly you can just
0: honestly like just the title fire falling that sounds like he's gonna die just
1: fuck it just send me the rest of unhoneymooners i'll edit it i don't care that <laughs> i don't care that i have a million things to do i want you to read this
0: i can't give you unhoneymooners right now i will give it to you like when it's my evening and your afternoon. Okay. But there's like two hours left. Even though I've already, I have already done like an hour and a half. Sad. Yes! It's way too fucking long! God we talk damn. too much. Sorry if I broke all of your eardrums. Ugh!
1: It's fine. If Keep she in. is
0: with Stefana, not Damon, I'm both gonna be up. Keep big. going! Ah! <laughs> okay, how the fuck did Aldrich know her affinity was wind? He was just like, because I knew. We were all just like, Okay. <laughs>
1: I can't tell you.
0: God damn it. Okay. Also, why are they still so afraid of wind walkers? What is it about their affinity that makes them so dangerous? It still hasn't been answered.
1: I can't tell you.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is a concept that will last
1: until the very ending of the book. You'll, fi- you'll like truly figure it out maybe by third book
0: page 50 quote from prince aldrich you can read all the books in the library be wiser than the master himself someday and then you will still die having never really done anything you will have only ever lived through everyone else's experiences (laughs) as a reader that hurt (laughs) that hurt aldrich you fucking
1: bitch ouch (laughs) that's every single one of us right now you fucking hoe
0: Like what am i supposed to do go out and discover that i have like water powers i'm gonna like go to the lake in my hometown and like try to summon it and people are gonna think i'm insane and then lock me up in an asylum right i mean nothing in this life that makes life (laughs) damn that's not true but it's like when you have to sit like this to compare it to, it's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Right. The only thing about my life is reading about you bitches that actually have fun. <laughs> have magic, you know? Damn. <laughs> you don't have anything to add.
1: No, it's, you're not lying. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Next, this is what I predicted while reading the book. I wrote this down. Fritz or Serim is going to die. I was right. I hope we get more of Fritz. But I know this series is heartbreaking. So we, if we get more of him, he's probably going to die too. Jada takes a drink. Observation. Bala is very easily manipulated slash convinced of literally fucking anything. I noticed this about halfway through the book. And then Aldrich literally says it at the end. I was like, yes, thank you for validating me. What the fuck?
1: That's going to change. This is why I believe that she's an Aquarius. Because in the next coming books, if you think that she is fickle at all. She's going to present with a god complex you cannot even comprehend.
0: Mm, So Aelan is. I wouldn't even
1: compare it to that because I don't think it's to that level of Leo, but it is just (laughs) enough to the level of Aquarius.
0: It's like it's not that I'm a god. It's just that I'm different. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm better than you. (laughs) (laughs) Not like other girls. While like Leo's Or
1: like fire signs will generally tend to be like, I am better than you. And you're going to have to deal with it. The air signs are like, I don't even have to think about whether I am better than you. I just am. Have fun convincing yourself.
0: (laughs) I'll drink. I love Misunderstood Dark softy Boys. Me too, babe. Me too. That is all. Okay, next. Not sure how I feel about the art being on the first page of every new chapter. I don't know if you got that in the Kindle version.
1: What do you mean? Look at this. What do you mean the art? Oh.
0: That was on every single page of the first chapter. Um. That, and it's that.
1: I think I would have chose to do something a little bit different. In the Kindle version, I'm not getting that. I'm getting more of like the emblems up at the top, which was very much appreciated but i will say even though that i think that is a little too much her cover art is absolutely stunning
0: oh no she has the best covers i think i've ever seen i love her covers i just think it's a little too much on each chapter
1: it is i don't have that in the Kindle version but i am going to be buying the box series and i'm gonna put it up like a shrine like i worship it every day which i I was
0: looking at all of them and it was like it was like this one's red the next one is like yellow orange and the one after that is green and the one after that is blue and the one after that's purple it's a rainbow i am so excited to have that on my shelf yes last point why they do our girl vala like that on the cover of the second book (laughs) she looked like just
1: pull it up okay i'm not even gonna lie the fan art can be sometimes really sketch which is why i need the series to blow up enough to where the fan art changes a little bit i wanted to keep some of the same details but i needed to i needed to change just a tiny bit i'm not asking for a lot i'm just asking for a little bit (laughs) but honestly like the cover both her and aldrich i'm like
0: no i think aldrich looks 10 out of 10 and then really yeah, and then Vala over there looking like a may ass bitch. I don't even think. She looks I mean, like that, ro- that CGI robot from Twilight. Yeah. I don't like the way Aldrich
1: looks in this. I think he looks better in some other art. I actually prefer, I prefer Vala in this picture over Aldric. Damn. I mean, if you go look at the
0: next book in the series, which is Earth Ends, Vala looks fucking fire. I haven't gotten that far yet because you know sometimes covers she, she you be spoiling what happens. Yeah, they really do. I'm pretty sure Ember and the Ashes do that. Which we need to we need to pick that up. Jada,
1: how drunk are you? I'm like an eight. Damn. <laughs> I'm borderlining a seven. I feel it coming down, but I probably just need to eat something else. What was your top? Like how
0: high defin you- definitely like a nine. A nine nine. <laughs> nine nine i think the highest i got maybe was a maybe like a 6.7 i don't think i quite hit a seven i didn't have this flash of vodka in there to give me the little bit of spice and right now i'm feeling like a a solid six so it was a good it was a good time how do you rate the book five (laughs) i gave this one a four only because (laughs) of Well, no, only because of the end, because I was a little bored at the end. But other than that, everything, even though, you know, some people will say it was a little slower in the beginning, some things that happened, such as them, like visiting the Rose Gardens several times was probably not necessary. I loved it, no matter what. I loved it. Next pod forecast... We've already said it. It's going to be airway. airway- <laughs> gonna be- next week is going to be Assassin's Blade. So get on it. I'm sure most of you have already read it. I know that a lot of you are just here for the Sarah J Maas content. A lot of you are here for us being dumbasses and trying to predict and theorize what's going to happen. And the next Throne of Glass books, which is why I'm trying to keep Jada accountable.
1: <laughs> I, I think I might make it. I I think I've come to a place as a, of um, acceptance, I was previously in the stage of
0: denial. Purple, all the stages of grief.
1: <laughs> and I might go through that one other time. I'm not saying that I will be perfect. I am saying that I will try my best.
0: <laughs> Just do Air Awakens with me all over again and that'll probably hold you over. It probably will. All right, so make sure you've read Assassin's Blade and we will see you there. If you want to reach us on any of our socials, our Instagram is Booked and Boozy Podcast. Please follow us there. That is where we put all of our polls that we talk about in the beginning of the episodes. Um, so if you want to participate in those, you need to follow us on Instagram. They're not on any other platform.
1: Twitter and Patreon is Booked and Boozy Podcasts. Don't forget to check us out there.
0: If you want to find us on TikTok, we are Booked and Boozy Pod.
1: And our email is boozy at gmail.com. If you want to send us anything for our witching hour episodes or you want to send us something more detailed, that we will more than likely so far put in every single one of our episodes send it to us there because we star it we read it and we appreciate it we can't thank you enough bye bitch bye bitch